This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good afternoon. Monday the 4th of December. Everton have won another away game, Jack. Early Christmas gift, wasn't it? Cutting down those 10 points. Well, trying to. Yeah, and you know, not to suggest that the win was a gift because I thought we played all right, mm. but you know, we did. We could have done with it, couldn't we? I think we needed it to a degree. And, um, you know, whether it be Father Christmas or whether it be down to James Garner, someone was looking out for us and, you know, we got the three points we needed. And, yeah, it's the first step in cutting down that sanction, isn't it? Obviously, mm. the appeal has been lodged now and whether that 10 points has changed or reduced, we don't yet know. But what we've got to do in the meantime is treat it like it won't be. And just mm. got to try and claw those points back. And, you know, it was a big step to that. It was. Weekends, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And obviously Luton had just lost Adney as well, which was good for us. Burnley winning wasn't great, but they're going to win. I mean, the two games they've won are Luton and Sheffield United. And, you know, they're likely to win. Them can. Sheffield United did have a man sent off as well. But fair play to Burnley. But, We've just got to make sure we stay intact with with everyone not too far behind. And if we do get some points back, then it's a bonus, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's a bonus. And like I say, this may well change. Maybe it'll be reduced. It's not going to get any worse in touch woods. But, you know, we can hope and, you know, we can maybe bank on it being reduced. Maybe it'll be down to five points and that'll be a big lift for us. Mm-hmm. But right now, we can't really afford to think like that on the no. pitch. We have to just approach every game as, no, we could really do with winning this. So we mm-hmm. need to go for it. And the performance needs to match that as well. And I think it did on the weekend. There was a few hairy moments. There was, you know, that frustrating first half. And, you know, you're mm-hmm. thinking, oh, but here we go again miss all these chances and you sort of play, you know, what minute are we going to concede bingo? So, you know, to to not go down that road for once and, you know, to, to maintain it into the second half and you know, to score that goal as well, very impressive finish. It's something we can definitely be happy with. Yeah, I mean, they're strong, aren't they, at home as well? See, someone say they've only lost three times at home in the Premier League since they come back. Yeah, but it's been got... the backbone of their four regardless, yeah, yeah, hasn't it? And, you know, that's where they've got the majority of their points different to us. Mm. You know, we're looking at our home form going on. I wouldn't mind a bit of what they've got at home. But, you know, thankfully we've been good on the road at least mm. and it's another away win. Um, One of the better away records in the league, isn't yeah. it? And, you know, I was um, having a flick through the fixtures after the game, you know, as I do after the um, <laughs> game to think, oh, yeah, we're going to need to win this. Or, I'm not, we've won that, so we can maybe go ahead and win this one. Mm-hmm. And we have got some more winnable away games as well. So you are maybe looking at hopefully another, you know, three or four away wins minimum for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. It is just the home form that needs to pick up now as well. Yeah, yeah. It's Well, it needs to massively. One win and seven is poor. But obviously we've won four away games, which is good. So 
you know, just imagine if the home form had been average, even with these 10 points, would have been not well. In fact, if the home form had been average, we'd have been chasing bloody Champions League plates or something, wouldn't we? Points-wise, not, not, not really through the season. I just meant points-wise right now. Because really, where Everton are right now is 11th. You know, and, and they've won as many games as anyone in the bottom half of the table. So that's how we have to look at it, don't we? We have to just think, <clears throat> keep chalking off these wins, battle and scrap for everything. Every point matters, even if it's sometimes at home, it's a draw, you want the win, but at every point you can chalk off um, or add on to your tally, rather, matters. And that's how we have to do it. And I think that's what, that's what the manager and the players will be doing, won't they? Yeah, definitely, and, you know, that's what they've mentioned, you know, this siege mentality as well, and, you know, Sean Dyche, whether it's a bit of a persona for the media and behind closed doors, he's, he's different, I don't think he would be personally, mm-hmm. but he just seems like he's trying to take it in his strides, and, you know, he said previously to this as well, I don't look at the league table that much as well, so, you mm-hmm. know, maybe we've ended up with the fella for the right mentality mm-hmm. for this sort of situation, because he knows that this team can pick up points, they can teams you know performance wise for 11th mm. so we just need to maintain that form that's got us there and maintained us there and we should be all right because i don't think it's gonna take a lot to stay up this season i do think it's given some of the teams down there a lift you know burnley and luton both pulling out good performances in the wake of our point deduction is mm. a coincidence maybe maybe not sheffield united making a managerial change possibly is you know would they have made that if they um, didn't think they had the shot of staying up. Would they have had the shot of staying up if a team above them didn't get a ten point deduction? We don't know, but I still think it's going to be um, thirty five points. Mm. We'll see you stay up. I mm. think without too much fuss, and that means Everton need forty five points. And I think this team is capable of that. Mm. It, it is just the home form that's going to make that a little bit of a struggle. Mm. That's all it is. It's just get the home form right. There's enough points to be won at home. Now we've got two home games in three days now. Both are tough games, but you can you can beat both of them. You know, Newcastle lost Nick Pope now, he's out for five months apparently. Four or five months. So that's a big that's a big blow to them. And it's a psychological blow that you lose a key figure like that. We've just got to make Goodison the way they made St James's Park on, on Saturday for United. That's how you know, that was why I was disappointed against Manchester United. Newcastle a better side than Everton, but what they did on Saturday was everything I spoke about last week and you know, I think Ed was thinking I meant kick people, but Newcastle didn't kick anyone. They just they just pressed quickly. It's about tempo, isn't the it? The tempo, the crowd where everything the crowd were on them. And I just felt we missed an opportunity because United are can be gotta. But then Newcastle can be gotta. So therefore you know, I saw Bournemouth do it to them a couple of weeks ago, albeit Newcastle had a few injuries and they've still they've still got a few injuries, but they're making good Go and chase and harry and get the crowd engaged. And if you do that, they've got a different goalie in. They'll be under a little bit of pressure. Who knows what we can do? And then Chelsea. Chelsea are weird. They're a weird side. They're a team that can easily beat you 4-0. Or can easily get beat 4-0. They're just strange when you watch them. They're a very disjointed team, aren't yeah. And, you know, a lot of young players in there, maybe that mentality isn't there. Because, you know, the young lads, they're coming up, they don't mm. have that experience. And that is maybe one of them games yeah, where yeah. you can make that atmosphere. And, you know, like you say, that's what you've got to do is make them have a mentality of, it's going to be tough for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, these are horrible, these. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we would have had a better chance 
with that against Man United if we hadn't had the win to hold our sales. Don't get me wrong. Minute with we'll a brilliant goal. That didn't help that no. sort of mentality because mm. if you can do that, no one's going to be able to force the mentality if you're going to struggle here, mm. once, yeah, because you'll be walking around on cloud nine, won't you? Mm. But, you know, if we can do that from minute zero to minute 90 mm. in these home games going forward, especially against these better sides where we will need that advantage as well and, you know, mm. against teams like Chelsea, you have a younger squad and can't be got at, or, you know, Newcastle, we know the qualities there, mm. but they've not got a lot going their way at the moment in terms of injuries. Mm. And like you say, losing the keeper, who's not only a key player, but an experienced player mm. in that side as well. And, and he's a big, he's a big unit for like set plays. Everton are very good off set plays. So, you know, Pope is a big, a big keeper. And, yeah, and, and there's no doubt goal. in my mind as well he'll be a good voice in that Newcastle team as well, you know, a good personality because he's a he's another Sean Dyche player, isn't he? He's come through Burnley with Sean Dyche mm. and he's been in that situation similar to what we are, we are now, you know, that us versus the world, yeah, okay, yeah. it's, it's going to be tough, but we can do our job today mentality and okay, they've not got that now and they're missing a few other players as well and if there's ever a situation to get at someone and make them think this is going to be horrible for mm. us today, those are the ideal circumstances, but the performance obviously has to be there as well because there's still a lot of quality in that side and they are very well coached. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But imagine if we if we could get, you know, I said last week to Ped, if we could pick up seven of the next nine, I mean, you know, it's still too tough, really tough, and Forrest away is a tough game now, and that's the thing, is that, like, we were speaking last week, Jack, I don't know whether you're there then either, but we were saying last week of that, because the 10 points has changed the mentality, these games are, have took a different feel to them. Whereas I think Everton looked like on Saturday, they approached that game like they did the Palace, where really we're, we're above using the league. Because that's how we approached it. We were the better side on Saturday. We went to a, game, a place that's really tough and beat them. Kept a clean sheet, which we don't do that often away from home. Kept a clean sheet. And we come out of it with... A, you know, with a big win. If we can do that in most of our games, remember where we are. Don't look at the league because the league is false because obviously we're near the bottom when we shouldn't be. So the players just have to take that mentality. The fans have to almost adopt that mentality. The away fans are superb on Saturday. We have to, as a home crowd, adopt that. Because if we don't, then we become that meme, don't we? With David Mitchell where he's like that. Are we the bad guys? <laughs> because it must be, mustn't it? If, yeah. we, if we can't, create that positive mentality at Goodison Park for the players and do it like Newcastle did on Saturday, then we will become, we will be the bad guys because if they can go and do it when everyone's against them, why can't they do it when everyone's for them? So we have to do that. But if we were to get, I mean, listen, six points would be, it would be Christmas if Evan won the two home games. But if we got four points out the next two, then that would be seven from nine from three tough games. That'd be a really good return. And I still expect, well, not expect, but I'm hoping for six points because the two home games. But we have to do that, don't we? And if we can, that'd put us in a great position going into Burnley away, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Baz. But I do think it is a difficult situation mm. to make for ourselves as well because mm. there is also the other side of that of these games have been made must wins to a degree as well mm. and yeah i'm all for uh, no like we're 11th in terms of performance mm. like yeah, we yeah. are better and than points these really and that's that's what i mean in <laughs> yeah. terms of performance mm. but the points have been took off us mm. in in real time we're um 18th aren't we mm. 
So, you know, there is the need for wins there as mm-hmm. well, and that will be on the players' minds, and that's going to be on our minds as well. You know, if if we don't win some of these games, then, you know, fans are going to be saying, oh, we really needed to win that. Shouldn't we, though? You're right, of course. It's, it's tough, right? But shouldn't we be looking and saying, we've had 10 points suck off us, and yet we're still, we're still third from bottom. We're not even bottom with oh, 10 absolutely. points. And we're only two points behind Luton. Even with ten points, so therefore, I mean, Luton have got um, Arsenal, then they've got Man City, got Arsenal tomorrow, Man City on Sunday, then they go to Bournemouth, then they've got Newcastle, and then obviously they've got Sheffield United on Boxing Day, then they've got Chelsea. So they've got tough. I mean, Arsenal, that's a must win for Arsenal, an absolute must win for them because they're. They're right in the Premier League title at the top, so they need no. They need to keep keep putting you know the points on the board and all of that, don't they? If Arsenal were to beat them there, then Man City after blowing well, after blowing that yesterday, City have got to be you know Luton will be looking at those next three of the next four. Even Bournemouth, the way Bournemouth are playing well now, I don't. Luton could quite Bournemouth haven't. Yeah, they could quite easily lose the next four games. So if Everton can. Chip away at the points. Out there, beat them, get a result there, go to Burnley. Certainly don't lose at Burnley, but we should be looking to beat them. You know, we they are what they are, but we should be looking to beat them. If we can chip away at the points total like that, then we put ourselves in a great position. And now is the time to do it as well. Mm. While they might have tough fixtures, you know, mm. the legs are looting who are above mm. us. I do think as well, once we're out of the bottom three, if, if we get it. out, I think that'll I think it. we won't really look back too mm. much because once it's in our own hands, I trust us to just carry that forward then. Mike Cosgrove once that. famously said on this channel, if we get out the bottom, if we stay out the bottom three, we'll be fine. Yeah, and you know, and, and that's I, that's a mantra I, that I, I can get behind. Him at first, Mike was right. Honest. It looks like he was right. He was right in the you end. know at the end. Yeah. He was right. We finished outside the bottom three, and we were fine. So to, you know, let's use your Mike Cosgrovers and me. Yeah. If we can stay out the bottom three, we'll be all right. Yeah. No, but I, I do <laughs> no, think I, like, I understand what yeah, you're like once once we can creep out of there, we won't look back too mm. much. Obviously, there'll be a lot of the season left. Mm. But I think you know, right now these teams I've picked up as they've been given hope. If we can creep out that bottom three in the space of just over a month after getting that points deduction, they'll just sort of be like, what was all that for then? Well, Burnley told us we had a chance of staying up. Burnley's next six. Um, Wolves away. Wolves are playing nearly well at the moment, aren't they? Uh, Brighton away. So they've got two tough games. Then Everton at home. So that'll be the one they're looking at, won't it? Um, Fulham away. Fulham have uh, picked up slightly the last couple of weeks. Should have got something at Anfield yesterday. Uh, Liverpool are home. Liverpool are flying. And Aston Villa are away. So when you look at those six, there's not many. It, you would look and say, doesn't look like many points are there to be won. You can't do with that because obviously anything can happen. But you would look at that and think, they'll lose five, four or five of them games. They might get results against us because it's a big game. that at home, who knows? They might get a result against... Uh, Fulham, maybe. Well, Fulham are good at Craven Cottage. You'd look at them and go, not many points there, really. Now, okay, they, their fans could be sat looking at our fixes going, not many points there for Everton. They might be absolutely right to do that. Um, 
and all oh, the other ones, Sheffield United, they were like, I know Chris Wilder might be going in there now as the manager, but I'd still be amazed if they get more than 25 points this season. I really will. Chef yeah. United, Liverpool are home. Brentford are home. Chelsea away. Villa away. Then Luton's a big game for them. Luton are home on Boxing Day. Then Man City away. They might get three points out of all of those games. Yeah, and look, as, as so we that know, backs anything, what you're saying. anything can happen. And yeah, teams can get results yeah, where you don't fancy them to. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you'd expect that to happen a bit more later in the well, season. So we get, hang on, can we be that team then? Oh, can but, people look at our fixtures and go, Newcastle at home, Chelsea at home, Everton are second to bottom. I know that they're not because they, they really should be like right behind Chelsea. Everton won't get anything there, and we we, we take six points. Well, we just don't do that's that. That's what I'm thinking, Baz, because you know we're we're above half of these teams anyway. We're you know mm-hmm. we're um, with Chelsea in the table, so I think we can beat them. Would we? At home, but... What are Chelsea on? Chelsea, yeah, on... yeah, I'll get it again. Yeah, but I think I I'm think, sure um... we'd have been next to Chelsea. How many? Eighteen, is it? Tell you right now. Tell you right now. Chelsea are on nineteen. Throw Everton. If the if say that they drew the next two, theoretically Everton could have been going above them by beating them at Goodison on the yeah. so that's how we have to look at it. We're realistically we're two points behind them, aren't we? Yeah. I know we're not in the table, but that's how we have to approach. But that's it. what I'm saying, and this team, like I keep saying, performance wise, eleventh. So, you know, let's carry that mentality into our games. Our games mm. aren't as much bottom three versus mid table team because mm. we're not in the bottom three on mm. merit. And yeah, you can get these surprises, but that normally comes a bit later in the season. Yeah, it's in true. the running. This yeah, period course. of the season's been made frantic by Everton's points deduction and it's made it's gave teams a bit more hope than they might have at this stage normally. Mm. Because normally, you know, the Christmas period for teams that know they're gonna be fighting relegation, obviously they'll have hope. Obviously they wanna win games and get mm. out of there, but they're not expecting to. It's not as wide open at this point mm. normally. No. And you know, the fabric of this season's been changed and that might affect the mentality for some of these teams, including us going into these mm. games where people don't fancy them. But I have more faith in Everton to get points in these tougher games than I do these other teams mm. that are down there with us because points-wise, we've got more than them. Mm. And obviously, look at, look at, you know, from Fulham down, Fulham minus 10, Forest minus 6, not bad, Bournemouth minus 14, Luton minus 13, Everton minus five, Burnley with a five nil win minus seventeen, and Sheffield United minus twenty eight. So you know you look at that there, Everton. You'd have to go above Crist. So you'd have to Everton have got the same goal difference as Crystal Palace, who are twelfth. So then there's Brentford on three plus three. West Ham are ninth with twenty one points with a uh, equal goal difference. And Manchester United are 7th on 24 points with a minus one goal difference. So Everton in terms of the goal differences, and bear in mind we shipped three against Bleeding United last week. You know, those teams that are already into double figures. That can be a point as well, almost, can't it? So we have to we have to make sure that we, we just keep competitive and that's what we're doing and we'll see where we go with it. Um, moving on from... The footy just for a bit because there's obviously a story this morning. Uh, we know this anyway. It's not. It's not new news really. But Everton's the takeover by Triple Seven is expected to uh, expected to be completed in the next couple of weeks. 
what are you what are your thoughts on that then? I think it's good we've finally got, you know, an indication of this is gonna go through. It has been a little bit quiet in the press about, you know, whether it's happening or not since we started hearing about we've got to go through the approval process and that mm. people will obviously have their thoughts over if seven 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 are good for us or not. But the reality is they've been loaning us money to help with the running of the club. Mm-hmm. If they mm-hmm. don't end up taking Everton over, what is the likelihood of them turning around and going, oh, actually, we'll have that money back. Well, if you're borrowing money to run the club, you probably don't have the money to pay people back for mm-hmm. the money you're running the club with. Mm-hmm. Do you? So I think, you know, regardless of if they'll be good owners or not, not looking at that right now, at least that side of the club's financial position will be secure. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you can get into everything else about are they good owners and the bad owners? Will they be good for Everton? Will they not? That can all be gotten into. But that first hurdle of the club's immediate financial security, at least we know that should be all right. And at least we know we probably do have an owner coming in and Mishiri is selling up. And, you know, maybe there is still room for someone else who's interested to show their hand at the table. It it does seem like time's running out if this is expected to be done before Christmas. But, you know, there is always the possibility of that, isn't there? Can you see some? See, I just think we've, I think you're right. You've just said they made a great point because it's it's very important. It's that they are paying money to keep the football club running right now because Mishiri's checked out. So, therefore... When you look at it that way, I can't see anybody coming in now other than them. Right now, there might be people, and I know Keith Wyness had said something the other day. I don't know how he knows. He seems to know more now. He's not our CEO than when he was our CEO. An awful CEO he was, by the way. Um, and I know I worked there for a bit. He was dreadful. Um, but saying all this, oh, I know that there's people waiting. Well, where are they, mate? Where are they? Because why weren't they in? Six, eight, ten weeks ago, then to buy it. If you if you really had good quality people that wanted to buy Everton Football Club, and I don't buy this thing of the wait until the last minute to jump in. Once the Premier League say, "Yeah, these are, these guys are good," that's it, it's done. So it doesn't matter if a Q80 comes in and goes, "I've got seven hundred billion to spend, lads, on players." It's already done. You know, yeah. unless Triple Seven went, "All right, we'll sell you for a billion and get out and make for a quick." Three or four hundred million, fair enough. But that ain't gonna happen. Let's be honest. We needed if if it wasn't gonna be triple seven, we needed somebody to come in now. While this just started, or just before to Mashiri going, we've got this, we've got that. No, we can we can match there. We can do we give this, you more, and we've got whatever, and these are our plans, and it hasn't happened. I, think I the, the longer it, likelihood is it's going to be them, isn't it? I think if don't you think if it is again, I'm not a financial expert whatsoever, <laughs> as you might have known. Um, but as it goes for long, the process you would have thought if it was going to get blocked, it'd have hit the buffers before now, wouldn't you? So Definitely. the fact it's been going on for nine, ten weeks now, and we're still in the and we're being told it's going to be, you know, and this is something I did last week. In the next two to three weeks, it'll be done. It'll be all done and completed. So unless there's some big jack in the box about to appear that no one saw, um, and let's hope if it's a jack in the box, he's got 500 billion to spend. Um, It's a solid gold jack in the box. Exactly, yeah. Then I don't see it stopping. 
No, I, I think if it was going to be someone else at the window for that started to close about a month ago, as they started to move to the approval stages mm. by the Premier League, they've obviously got the green light from Everton to go ahead. That you know, um, Everton's current ownership are happy for seven 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 to buy it. Mm. I think once that conversation had closed, and it moved to you know approval and you know financial scrutiny by the Premier League and relevant bodies, I think the window for an opportunity for other buyers to come in has closed dramatically there probably still is the very slight possibility but even people who might want to buy the club will be looking at it thinking like is there any points these pretty much got it now it's it's basically their club mm. at this stage if mm. there's a deadline or not a deadline sorry but a date being given that it's to be expected that they'll be given the approval and take over the club that means it's expected they'll get approval mm. and they're going to take over the club it's not a case of our decision will be made in two weeks time about if um, these can buy Everton it's a case of that decision's already been made and it's just being finalised by yeah. the look of it that's how it seems doesn't it um, listen we'll, we'll have to wait and see but they're paying the money they're keeping the club going uh, it remains to be seen whether they're going to be good for Everton or bad for Everton. We don't know. We've had a one thing that one thing's for sure: the football club will change because it's been run in an antiquated way for too long. Um, there's obviously been issues. We've had a CEO who was obviously really poor at a job because the football club's has got 10 points taken off it it's been losing money every year the board that wasn't fit for purpose really and an owner who was reckless because if you're I've said it before if your owner is reckless you need to stand up for the football club now if that means you all what if, if Everton's board would have said to Mishiri mate we, di- we wholeheartedly disagree with you getting your mate to choose players, say, for argument's sake. And if you carry on, we are all resigning as a board. That's a terrible look for Farad Mashiri. And yet, you're stronger altogether, aren't you? And yet, they didn't. So that's what... So our football, it's done now anyway. They're gone. And we're moving forward, right? So therefore, now, we are going to be presented with a different football club we're going to be presented with a different ideas different board different people driving it forward and it, it could be good for for everton we don't know it, it could be bad we don't know there's a lot of negative stuff about triple seven we know that right we know that that it's out there you don't have to bloody search very far to find negative stories about them let's hope everton had a positive story in this because like i've said before it's great saying no, 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 no. But where's the where's the people to say? If, if you don't want, and we've got a couple of commentators on social media saying no, 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 no. We'll present the ones that are yes, yes, yes then. Because right now there well, doesn't seem to issue, be any. There doesn't seem to be any. And that that's my problem. My problem, I'm not sitting here going triple seven, amazing. Because you're bleeding those. If you read all the press, it's bad. But then again, we're reading all the press about how Everton have cheated and we know the real story that Everton haven't cheated so that's how the press can manipulate stuff but there's no there's nobody there going actually I'm quite good you know Ped wants Mark Cuban 
different, you know, but he, unless he flies in now with a lace off, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So there is people around who you'd go, I'd be great if they took over. Where are they? No one seems interested. I've got an idea. Go on. Gary Neville's going on Dragon's Den, isn't he? Mm. If we go to him, mm. we go buy this footy club for a chunk of his by a majority ownership in this footy club, mm. and then he can run it. Be great yeah, for Gary. I mean, I don't know whether he'd want to run it. He's, he's very Manchester United-focused and Salford City. He's got a lot on his plate, hasn't he? And but then maybe one of the other Dragons as well. Maybe. Peter no. Jones. No. Is but, Deborah Meadham still on there? Don't have a clue. Don't know. Duncan Bannertine. Banner, get Banner signed. Yeah, he's got help clubs. Get him involved. Yeah. Big Banners and the Scots. No, but in, in all seriousness, mm. you're right. And their biggest selling point at the moment, Josh Wander, mm. is... Be the only one, mm. it, you know, it, it's us or you couldn't own his shit. Who were having to borrow money off? Of, he's got nice hats yeah. as well, but you know, it, carries it, a his stance over. and you know, his mm. selling point is look, it's us or the fella who's so disinterested in running your footy club, he's borrowing money off us it's to run it. Yeah. There's no one else. There was MSP mm. a while ago, they backed out. They were obviously, they, they were obviously charlatans as well because yeah. where the club was there to be bought, they just wanted to try and screw the club for us much percentage as they could for as little money as they could. If they were deadly serious, they should have gone, okay, we'll have all of it then. Yeah, but look, we're going to find out. Um, we're yeah, going to yeah, find yeah. out how much of this is to be believed and how much of it is bad. Mm. We as fans need to keep an open mind to that as well because mm. there was uh, red flags when Mishiri first came yeah. in the ALEs and a lot of us, uh, we're probably all guilty of it. We all looked over it because of the money. Paul the Esk was, oh, no, this will be okay. Mm. And, you know, look past it and, oh, no, that'll be fine. I think from what we've learned mm. and how we've been punished and what we've been taught, we need to, okay, approach this steady on and we'll learn mm. and then we can take appropriate action. But I was going to say they, they will get. The one thing that'll be different with these is there will be people ready to challenge them at every at every turn. It won't be, I don't think, will be the same again as what it was. Well, I don't think there's any protection. I think I think there was protection for the board last time because obviously Bill Canning was an Evertonian and people liked them, and so therefore there was always people butting heads. That's fine, no, no issue with that. Um, and then Machiri come in and was spraying the money left, right, and centre, and we were delighted with that at first, weren't we? And obviously you still had that thing of well. All right, what's actually happening? But I think now everyone's on the same page. A, certainly with what's happened with the Premier League points deduction, and B, I think everybody would be on the same page with with taking triple seven to to account if if they don't start delivering on what they want. Because there's no one there who, how could anyone? I don't think any Everton would be like, well, I want to protect Josh Wonder because his hats are great. Do you know what I mean? Or or whoever yeah. that is. And the other side of that as well is, you know, the worry when Mishiri was first spending big money that we thought we couldn't really afford to was the argument was always they won't do anything for profit and sustainability. They're not mm. going to punish anyone for that. Mm. We've seen and that they will. Apart from us. Yeah, but we've seen that they are willing to punish mm. everyone if need be. And, you know, regardless of how harsh that is or how deserved that is, we know they're willing mm. to go down that road. So I think, you know, the fan base this time, there won't be an attitude of, they won't punish us mm. because they just have. I think the fan base is smarter than mm. it was when Mishiri first came in and I'm, I'm including myself in that. I'm not saying I had all the answers at, um, at the time. I, I feel like you might have had all the answers, Jack. No, we just I, never asked you. I think... Um, no, I think I was the same as everyone when Mishiri first came in. It was, oh, yeah, he spends money. This is mm. boss. And, like, yeah, it was with the 
bit worried about financial fair play and profit and sustainability. But, you know, I thought, no, if they were going to punish someone by now, they would have to, these aren't that bothered about that. And that's obviously changed over time as well. And, you know, you get educated more on it and you learn more. And then we see firsthand that they will punish people for it. And look, we're going to find out if these are going to be good for us or not. We'll find out, I think, rather quick into their ownership. We'll get an indication of if these will be good or bad for us. But as I said at the start, at least the immediate financial security of the club is solid. Because the um the interest on the loan seven 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 have been given us is not going to be demanded back instantly because they now own the club. Mm. Hopefully they are not going to be looking to skint their own asset and they're going to go now. How can we manage this and the repayment of this in a way that actually benefits the club mm. rather than adopting a position of oh well we're no longer in business with these lot because we haven't been able to buy them so actually yeah. we just have that money back now knowing we don't have that money so mm. at least that is taken care of in yeah, the short yeah. term. Everything else we'll find out. And, you know, I'm sure we'll do content looking into it as well. And mm. a lot of intelligent people in the fan base will be looking into it very early on. Mm. Is this good? Is this bad? And we'll all find out together. But, mm. you know, at least that immediate thing is taken care of because that just could have been another nail in the coffin for us if that fell through. And then there was another financial situation where the club had to pay someone money they didn't have. Yeah, it's dodgy, isn't it? It's just absolutely dodgy that we're just we're having to to rely on somebody else paying the money at the moment because we're just we are where we are with it and no one seems like I said no one seems to be banging Everton's door down going yeah let's you know let's get in there we want that football club and I don't understand why they aren't because it's a relatively small amount of money now for what you could potentially get back especially with the stadium. On the horizon, you know, if you had if you had money and you had the vision, this this club is waiting to pop. And Especially if all the projections for how football is going to increase in value in the next few years, when you look at you know the deals with America, mm. with the Apple TV deals, mm. and you know the growing interest in football or soccer for them over there, and then you know you look at how the Champions League money is going to change football. Mm. You look at how other European leagues their money is dropping off because more and more people are watching the Premier League. So if all those projections are correct, you know the value of Premier uh, Premier League clubs is going to go up anyway, and what you're paying for uh no say a newcastle or say a top six club like an aston villa right now that might be the club you have to pay for a team in everton's position mm-hmm. in five years time if you want to buy say swansea yeah in the premier league and they're they 18th in the table they're 17th in the table the price of them might have shot up because the price of a premier league team has gone up and that's what you might have paid for a much better team a few years earlier. This is the right time to get in, mm. by the look of it, if you're a man with the money. But may- maybe it's the noise around Everton with the points deductions and, you know, the financial situation. And, oh, yeah, the- I've got the money to put into this to turn it round. Mm. But it's going to be years before we can do that anyway because of the-, the mess these last people have left it in. And, you know, maybe there's other business ventures where I can make that money quicker. I don't know, but, you know, by the look of it, it does look like this is the right time to get involved, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if if anyone out there with money is listening, (laughs) buy yourself a footy club. Quick. Quick. Um, Eamon from it, Mayo, just says, hi, lads, could you give a small shout-out to Shane McGuire? McGuire? Shane McGowan, he was a blue. Yeah, Shane was a blue, wasn't he? What, the greatest Christmas song ever, perhaps? Fairy Tale in New York. 
Oh, it's up there, it's, isn't it? If it isn't the greatest, it's certainly in the top two. Um, yeah, big blue nose. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, tremendous. Yeah, brilliant song. Um, I, I think it's the best. Yeah. Sometimes you know, everyone says that. So sometimes I go, oh no, it's a try and be a bit, a mm, bit different. Yeah. But no, it's the best. No, it's a belter. And it now, and it no, didn't get to number one, but there's a there's a push now, isn't it? That it may well get no. to. Christmas. Why didn't it? Number two, I think got to number two. What was ahead of it? Um, something like Shaky, Shaking Stevens or something. I mean, no, I don't know. I've just thrown that out there. I honestly don't know. That's um. um See, my Shaking Stevens, it's a it's a classic, mate. It's not Any Christmas Tale every. No, it's not Fairy Tale no, in New York, that's... of course. Um, I've got to say though, Baz, that's a problem of your generation for not getting Fairy Tale in New York to you, number one. You know what? Time. I I normally I'd go and gone it, but Jack, I agree with you. I agree with you. Was it? I don't. Ned saying band. It could be I don't band. Know if the band years. Band no. Lionel. Kept Wham off the number yeah. one spot. Yeah. That was last Christmas. And that was one of the greatest Christmas songs ever yeah, as well. Then. Last Christmas. And actually, what happened was George Michael actually gave all the money from. Yeah. Last Christmas to Band Aid because mm. that's because that's the kind of guy. Kind of guy yeah. That's like a double effort, though, yeah. isn't it? Then one and two. Yeah. In the Christmas ranking. And eighty-seven. All, all the money. Released Pet Shop Boys, wasn't it? West End Girls. Was it West End? I'm sure it's West End Girls. West End Girls. What a song. I mean, it's not a Christmas song, but what a song. Wow. When it's all right. G- when you're playing GTA 5, mate, and yeah. you're driving in LA at night and you've got West End Girls on, you know the script. No, it's, it's good. It's good, right? But it's not bloody fairy tale in no, New York. it's not. And the other good news is, anyway, Lad Baby aren't doing yeah, a, they a are Christmas ma- they song. They are massive this tees, year. aren't they? Yeah. But massive tees. As well, like I don't like them anyway, but a lot of people do, and they normally get to number one. Now they're not in the conversation either. And then it's got to be Fairy Tale in New York. We can get Fairy Tale in New York. Up got there. to be. It's got it. to be. Get Fairy Tale in New York to number one. And Evertonian Ever as well. Uh, I'm just trying to see here if it says what. Kept. Was it definitely West End Girls, Pad? think it was but i need I'll, I'll check it but i do think it was no no what it was it was pet shop boys you're absolutely right you know what it was you were always on my mind <sighs> that was that yeah. you were always on my mind no which no which it was sung obviously by it was yeah but he sung it but always on my mind with the lip going up and he actually sang it i seen there a neil Tennant singing yeah. it like that no I seen the fella from the Killers, their lead singer, sing it with them once as well. Did you? Yeah, I think it was on Glastonbury on the. Um, Strong always on my mind. Yeah, yeah, he brought the pet shop boys Fair out. Play. I think, but no, it. It Listen. wasn't like Fairy Tale of New York. Is like it wasn't like it. It wasn't a big song. It's mm. grown over the years. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was big enough to get to number two in eighty-seven. could get on it. And Everton were champions at that time. Just saying, just saying. It's cult status. We were caught up. Yeah, no, of course. The death of Kirsty McCall, and and then. I like to think they're singing it up there together, doing yeah. their own version. Remix. Remix. Finger snap, how does it win it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know whether. No, but there's only the. Why would you want to ruin a perfect song? Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it. You don't need to remix it. My generation brought it back. You want Stormzy on it? I don't yeah. want, I don't you want do, Stormzy don't you? on it. Yeah. I'd take remember Taylor made, Swift on it. Remember when they did this, the Band-Aid, the second the Band-Aid, and they had the Tinchy... Who was it? Thanks, Tony. Who was rapping in the middle of it, Ned? Was it like Tinchy Strider or something? And it know. just made it horrendous. I don't know. But my my generation were the ones who have consolidated Fairy Tale in mm. New York's reputation and helped. Sure I don't think so. I think sure I think it's been kept. Got it to number one. What do you mean, news? I was nine. I was nine years old. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> you and Baz. Baz could have. He was working down the mine. Kent Sprayer on the super chat. Thank you very much. Just love on the content. Jack is brilliant. Love mum. There you go. Nice one. So your mum's Kent Sprayer. Fair yeah, play. Yeah, nice one. Mom. Fair play. It's right, Jack's mum. Get that sorted. Rod Ross. Jesus, lads, your taste in music is woeful. What's your taste in music, Rod? Come on. Come on. Throw it back. One of the greatest, one of, one of, if not the greatest. I mean, it's up there. It's up there with Last Christmas and a couple of others. But literally, Fairy Tale of New York is one of the great, Mm. like, it's poetry. It's literal poetry. Mm. When um when not, the beef come on Rod we need to have a laugh at your then, musical taste yeah. which I I guarantee will be the, woeful it's yeah. literally one of the greatest Christmas songs of all time it's poetry if you're gonna Loads come in making make statements like that you've yeah. got to back it up and you've got to tell us what the better Christmas song is if he says Christmas rapping I'll say Christmas you know what is amazing, it's all right it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. saying Christmas rapping Christmas rapping is but amazing. if he comes in and he's like oh Mariah Carey Mariah Carey's all right in it. Mate, I'm not being funny. Yeah. I don't want... The minute you hear that, you know it's Christmas. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, that's just Christmas. That's sure. what you've got to accept. Chris Berg, Spaceman Kane, Slavlin, Belter. Belter song. One's better, Greg, Greg Lake, Greg I Lake. Believe in Father Christmas, Belter. I'll tell you what I love. Um, Camille Cabello with... Uh, I'm trying to think now. That, that no. That's it. Uh, no, stop, it's it. not a, don't get me wrong, it's not up there. I just like it as a Christmas song. It's um Dingo, no what I can't like. think of it. And see it. Feliz Navidad. You know what one is good? See it's good, Snowman. Yeah. Santa tell me. Ariana Grande. Grande. Yeah. On there it. There you go. Santa tell me. If you really like there. This show is This was an effort. This show. <laughs> no, no, it's not Christmas yet. Sorry, that was that. Um Yeah. There you go. It's all good. I was working down the mine, but Ped was the foreman down the mine. Yeah. And he could have been streaming Fairy Tale in New York, but he never. Why? I don't think we listen to stream Play. the only stream when we were nine was uh, the alt. The alt. <laughs> Why is Rod gone quiet? Rod, yeah, come on. Quiet. Come on, Rod. Come on, Rod. Oh, remember I'm giving you three minutes to remember, come back with your... Weller, Hendrick, mate. All right, that's just an easy one, isn't it? Poor Weller. Jimi Hendrick. No, mate. What have Woeful. they got to do with Christmas? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The thing about it is... It's mm. Christmas songs. It could be people that it can you be don't... anybody. You could go, I don't like any other, any other no. punk song. No, no. But... That's not a poke song. That's yeah. Fairy Sale in New York. Yeah. But yeah. it's just... Joe Morris, Step Into Christmas. Oh. Classic. Bit of Elton. Sorry. Last bit on Fairy Tale in New York. Oh, Sorry, right. Oh, but such a good song. Yeah. That once I was in an Irish bar and obviously they've been playing Irish songs all mm. day. They've ran out. Yeah. The poor Fairy Tale yeah. in New York. Comps, it's by the Pogues. And, and no you. one was bothered. This was... This was May. 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 And they put it on in May, but no one cared I because it's a boss first, song. Because it's a classic Christmas protocol, but... No, but it's... The mad thing is, when I was in New York this time, literally this time last year, the only time I heard Fairy Tale New York was in the... They had these tuk-tuks going round, mm. and it was the only place. Nowhere, it's not a big song in America. Yeah, maybe they're a bit fed up of it. No, they just, I just don't think it's a big thing over it. I don't think it ever it ever broke over in America. And yet, step, step into Christmas, the, uh, the, 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 the light show outside of um, one of the big shops, they do a big light show every year with all music and stuff, comes on every like 15 minutes. That was it, a big Elton John one. It was boss. It had, Elton, it had, uh, it had uh, like, step into Christmas, about three other, three other like, uh, the one he did with um, 
the second best guitarist in the world. Ed, you know, because Ned, oh, Ned's yeah. the first and Ed's the second. That one and his other Christmas one he done with the didn't you want? Oh, it had a bit of sorry, but bit of jewelry put in, which isn't a Christmas song, but just to, just to mix yeah. it up. But yeah, we've got some American viewers. Some lads do your bit. Tell your mates fairy tale in yeah. New York. Spread the words. But it was just weird being in New York and it being a bit oh, of a yeah, fairy tale yeah. for us, and that just not being wasn't a big, being done. Yeah. That was just wasn't a big song. Interesting. Right, last few comments before we go. Eric Hall said, "I don't know oh. that song, but that's because he lives in Kansas." He doesn't know yeah. fairy tale in New no, York, and he probably only just discovered Taylor Swift Eric. when she started going and out with yeah. with a Kansas City chief player. No, but he's probably heard like her early country stuff as well. From like no, I mean Eric's album. not really into country. He's nah, more, Rod, yeah. more okay. into Western and Slade. Now you're talking. See, All it's right. this Christmas moments, isn't it? All right, I can I can accept. Driving home for Christmas, classic. Bum, 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 bum. It's a classic. Um, Someone else just sang that belt at one. Johnny Mathis when a child is born, classic. Santa Claus is coming to town, classic. Um, Good one for the kids. This week, A Fowley, this week I'll put them up. Uh, I've just seen one here and it's gone. Why is it just shut up? I've got my Christmas Lonely this on. Christmas. I've got my Christmas jumper on. He has, he has. You can, if you want to buy one, buy one right now. Lonely this Big Christmas, up. yeah, belt it. There you go. There's my Christmas jumper. Lonely. Simply Belter. a wonderful Christmas time. Belter. There you go. Yeah, Slade. Um... Has anyone said Merry Christmas, everyone? I feel like that's been overlooked a little bit. By Jake and Stevens? Yeah. I literally started oh, with that because we shared. Remember, it was kept yeah. off and you and Shakey that's and I went, no, classic. That's classic but your that generation, is not forgetting something that happened five minutes but ago. But that is a classic Unless song. it wasn't filmed yeah. and put on TikTok. White Christmas, classic. Stop the cavalry, classic. Pipes of Peace, classic. Yeah, loads of tremendous ones here. Grandma got run over by a reindeer from yeah. Eric Hall. That's yeah. Classic. yeah, classic. Walking home from our house, Christmas Eve. Coldplay, classic. Yeah. Coldplay, oh, yeah. underrated. Yeah. Belter, the darkness. Don't let, what is it? Don't let the bells end. Christmas time. Jack's getting lost here, aren't you, Jack? No, Jack, I, like, I don't have what? the plethora of knowledge. I knew it. No. I, I didn't, like, know it. didn't know it. Know it. it. Fair play, Jack. He's had a good little play. thing, though. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to ruin it. Alex says, afternoon, lads, what a day Saturday was. Went flying when McNeil scored new shins for Christmas, please. Adam says, can anyone think of a reason why Philippe wasn't sent off? Didn't play uh, No, no. No, can't think of one single one, no. other than he didn't have a blue shirt on. Um, Chris Davis says, afternoon, fellas, Dan Juma won't be kept on, will he? Feel sorry for my sister, she got her son a full kit a couple of months ago with Dan Juma on the back. She's gone early, though, there, hasn't she? She went early, mate. Now get lone players on your back. Yeah. Uh, Steve, he was quite impressed with Murillo for them. I thought he did all right, to be fair. Did you? He he cleared that shot off the line, didn't he? I actually looked at him. He's an odd shape. I honestly thought he got the ball and would centre-back to have a game for them. He is not a Premier League defender. He's an odd shape. Can't, you know, they might... Train that out of him, but he's an odd shape for a football. I honestly yeah. thought he was dreadful. No, he had a big moment for them, though, didn't he? When he, he cleared the shot, off like, the line. But... yeah, yeah, I, I thought he was crap, but I thought he was crap. But I thought we all that Felipe was worse than him, maybe that made him look a bit better because the other centre half got injured and came mm. off, didn't he? Maybe, maybe, yeah, Felipe um, reminded me of Alcaraz. 
Yeah. yeah. So maybe Felipe yeah. stinking the gaff up made him, made him look better, better by comparison because he had a big moment. Steve Kelly's still going on the European push. Thinks we'll make a European push. If we get some points back, we might. Um, Derek Cummins says, if, if, if we'd won the games, we should have instead of being the XG champions and having been deducted 10 points, we'd be joint second. As you say, Baz, get a decent team organised. You never know where you're going. We lost the XD on Saturday. Exactly, Derek. Exactly. It's organisation and just do the simple things and you end up challenging for Europe. Said it for years. It's just not Especially difficult. This league is with not the fabric difficult. of this league at the moment as well. Not even at the moment, mate. It's been like this for years. People just are blinded by the yeah, hype. But it's worse They're blinded than last by the lights, year. haven't you? This is blinded yeah. by the hype. But it's uh, worse than last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the quality. The benefits. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, David uh, says without other interested parties I feel like triple seven have us by the short and curlies with these but they're keeping they're keeping the club running David so and he also says Kate Bush December will be magic classic tune classic tune right not a fan of Kate Bush Emma said Mariah uh, Chris and that said Alcatraz fair play I mean you know the power of love, Frankie goes, Mike. That's not really. A, uh, I don't. I, I don't really think the power of love's a Christmas song. No. It was just put. It was brought out at Christmas and given a Christmas video. Mm. But if you listen to it, there's no reference. But he's seventeen, is. But it's still a. You go, yeah, oh it. yeah. But it's not a Christmas yeah, song. Just is time it? and place. It's like they just put white it? coats on, yeah. haven't they? What's the the one one that isn't really a Christmas song but gets pushed as one? Is it one? Last Christmas. No, no, much no, not, not no. that one. No, it's not it one. It might not be one. It's not one. Jack, uh, it's not one. No. Okay. He's 17. Is it he's 17, which is all about no. his brother dying? Mm. No. Literally, no. and they just put some bells in it and put white and coats put on. put white coats on and it's no. a Christmas song. I'll get back to you. Get, get back, back to us. We're here all day. Updates. We're here Updates. all day. If it just comes, I'll about it. If it pops in on the final word, just say Just say Just say it out there. It's all good. Uh, right, we are going to refresh our drinks. We're going more than a game. So come over there. I mean, the link will literally be in the, the thing. You just click it and you're there. Stay with us. There's a lot of you watching. Stay with us for more than a game. It'll be good. And also, subscribe to both channels. All I want for Christmas is a right what for McNeil, says Eric. That would help. If he gets it in with his, um, with his Spider-Man Left foot wasn't bad though was well. Eric, was no, What was the commentator going yeah. on about? When uh, The Spider-Man fan With a yeah, grapes like... Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see that And, and yeah. like Tarkowski's put it on his, On like one of his stories Being like that's all it's about basically What are you talking so, about? Uh, Grey finished though From a Batman fan The paintbrush mm. Yeah it was It was yeah. a belter wasn't it? Royal Blue says What is the beef Between the Park End And the Gladys Street? There is no beef. They just all get off early. Yeah. So they can't be a beef. They don't stick along, stick around enough for to be to, for be a beef there. Is it going to wait for them? Nigel yeah. <laughs> says, uh, "I believe in Father Christmas." Good for you, Nigel. Uh, hey, no, good Greg for Lee. you. Hey, good for you, <laughs> well, mate. You keep that going. You keep Sophie that going. says, "All I want for Christmas is our points back." Fair play, Sophie. Put it in a song. I've, you know, one thing I have noticed while I've been painting, I've had the Christmas songs on. There's a, a lot of, like, females singing. They actually don't want presents. They just want a fella. It's like, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. you're putting too much pressure on Santa. A lot of emphasis like, like that. Like, Ariana, because you said it before, mm. tell me, Santa, if he, you know, basically, really if there. he's going to be, if yeah. you're, no, if you're really there, 
Because is this fella going to be here next year? Because I'm not giving him my heart. I just saw Santa, presents for the little ones. Literally, mm. Santa's like, look, there's a lot. I don't know whether it's up to you whether you, yeah. keep, you, know, you keep each other happy. I don't know. Although Mariah Carey just wants someone for Christmas. Leona Lewis yeah. wants a fella home in five days because she hasn't had a good yeah, season. Yeah, but too. he's been on the rigs. Has he though? No, yeah, he's That's what he says. When he comes back, he was. Like that, he's, he's stuck. Sure. He's stuck in Aberdeen. There's a lot. Listen, there's a lot of them. The more you listen, you're actually going. Kelly Clarkson wants a fella. You know, yeah. won't be the same if he's not under. Isn't the that street. like literally the plot like of him. every tw- uh, Hallmark Channel Christmas film? Boss just wanting a fella or a dog. Well, the dog. Yeah. Well, but a lot of them are. The they Santa get Claus off. Isn't. They get off. No, Santa Claus are bad. They go to like a village where there's a small like factory and they're ready to close it down. Yeah. Then they see the fella who's got a long lash or, or it's a woman who's amazing and they go, oh yeah, I've got, you know, and they don't tell them they're coming to close it down. Then after a bit, <laughs> they start... Fall in love with the small town. Ta- fall in love with the small with town. With the small town and the person, whether it be female or male. And then they end up going to their big boss back at the the thing the overlords we're not this is amazing we're not closing it down then they fight to save that's basically 94 percent yeah. they're putting a lot of pressure on you know for a very small time scale lock, lock could go wrong mm. do you know what i mean mm. absolutely yeah. do you know what i mean you're absolutely. putting a lot of pressure on yourself there just give it a bit mm. and to be honest as well if i was a girl and i wanted a fella for christmas yeah. i wouldn't want to meet my fella for the first time on christmas yeah. day because he's got to meet all the family yeah. and now he's got to meet and yeah, you can't nan. take him home can yeah you? It's like your nan comes in, she's like, oh, tell me all about him. And she's like, I don't know, I've just unwrapped him then. Yeah. Like, I just, and also, yeah, I mean, that like, is a lot of pressure, unwrapping him. I mean, wouldn't it, you walk down, you're going, I know, why does it look like there's a gimp under me? Yeah, why? Well, and also, what's the present situation for him? Yeah. Know, You've yeah. got him. Now, do you have to give him presents yeah. or does he have to give you presents? Is he just is, is just him the enough of a present? I think, or does he have to come yeah, wrapped up with extra you. gifts? Perfume just there, trust me. What an iTunes voucher yeah. in his back pocket. Yeah. Lads like... don't want to. Lads don't want to get into relationships around Christmas because it comes very awkward. That's do I pressure. or don't I? That's a pressure. Do I yeah. buy something? Do That's I come a off a bit, a bit, you know, pushy if I buy you something? I'd probably wait for the week between Christmas and New Year. That'd be the better time. And then you don't have that pressure of buying the. Presents. A New Year, even all I want for for New yeah. Year is a new. Squeeze whether it's female, yeah, male. And you've got a year to then you can build up for that. It is a lot. There is a lot. Christmas. Yeah, build there up is for a... Easter then. Yeah. It's it's a listen. It's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. It's but I just noticed one. just as you're painting and you're sitting, you're going, oh, look, it's just asking for a fella. Yeah. You know, it's just I'm asking Carragher. Yeah. Like what yeah. would he say? It's just like they just sound like they just want a good plumbing for Christmas. See, you know what I mean? And that could be male, yeah. female, well, whatever. You, know, you get you get so. Dynamo on, like he was on Super Sunday, and mm. he like magics a fella into existence. Could you trust that though? I don't know. You no, could trust I couldn't. It. But everyone I don't know if it's real. And Roy Keane would just say, "Well, it's just his job." Just yeah. your job, man. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Right, we're going to get our coffees. We'll be on MTAG in five or six minutes. Get over there. It's the link is here. The link is there. Click the link, get over, subscribe, and get a coffee. New we'll plumbing for Christmas. What a thought. See you in a minute.